And welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, The Pot of the Everyman, The Two Beers Podcast. Jordan and Drew doing the podcast with half our brain tied behind our back just to make it fair to all the other podcasts. Hope you weren't off in some kind of tube floating in the bottom of the ocean this week. Uh, I hope everybody's doing okay, although I heard that we sound great in those acoustics. Drew, how you doing this week? Fantastic. Getting pumped here for the Sixers draft pick. Wait a minute. We don't have any tonight. No draft picks tonight? Zero. Did they do the, the second round tonight as well? They do. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. they also have no picks in the second round. Eh, you guys don't need any help. Sure don't. Sure don't. Oh, it's so good. Uh, well, uh, on that note, why don't we uh, assume positions for the world famous two brew salute in three, two, one? one. I was trying to what slow mo. Was that? I was trying to do like a slow mo beer, oh. slow mo the like slow mo the whole thing, but it just didn't. It didn't. It didn't land. I know it. <laughs> Um, <sighs> we're workshopping. We're workshopping. <laughs> uh, this caught my eye this week. Fiddlehead Brewing Company. Fiddlehead. It it is uh, out of Vermont, uh, Shelburne, Vermont, and it is Fiddlehead IPA. Fiddlehead. I like the word Fiddlehead. Um, anyway, it just caught my eye because it's out of Vermont, and like Vermont beers are always good. So let's give it a whirl. Love that. It's deli- it's delicious. Wow, it's delicious. Holy moly. Um what do you got? Uh I got a Heineken light. I uh, my neighbor turned me on to these. These are these are nice. These are these are nice. So you're gonna dump out the high lives. Oh but gross. The, so the disgusting. Heineken Heineken light. Yes. Hundred percent. I'll say I I don't see it anywhere on the can, but I'm confident this is Mosaic hops, and I am pleasantly surprised. Yeah, this that's is good. Great. Mosaic's usually not my thing, but by be a fern believer, Maddie O. You you got me, Maddie. I'm I'm <laughs> fiddleheading out. Love that. Love that. All right. Well, let's get down to brass tacks, huh? Yeah. Uh, n- no real boxing matches per se to speak of. Well, I mean, Tim Zhu almost took a guy's head off. That um, was that. Was, you didn't watch that live, right? I did not watch it live. It took him. It took him like twelve hours to get the fight started. The fight. I don't think the two guys got in the ring till one fifteen in the morning, <laughs> and it wasn't in Australia. <laughs> so uh, that was insane. And then, well, and but luckily Tim Zhu felt because it took so long to get it in the ring he felt obligated to get out of, get it get it out of the ring very quickly and bash that guy within like 90 seconds which was just uber impressive man like i i still would favor charlo pretty heavily in that fight um i i yeah. get i i i agree with people that zoo being active and now getting two three fights before the charlo fight makes him more dangerous against charlo but i still don't I, I just I I feel like Charles just will jab him to death and that'll that'll be it. Yeah, you could be right. So 
Um, but yeah, yeah, that was fun. And then, uh, poor, uh, I was gonna, I was about to call him, uh, Porzingis. Um, <laughs> Regis Progray defended his 140 title at home in New Orleans. Uh, didn't look great. Jesus. Uh, lowest, lowest, lowest connect fight of all time. I never, never in my life, I never, I, I thought I would die before somebody, uh, beat Casemiro Rigondeau for that honor. And wow, uh, those two guys did it. I mean, he got knocked down. Was it really? Yeah, they it had, wow. it had, it had I didn't it, see that. Yeah, it had lower connects than Regandal Casemiro, which was holy basically crap. that was basically a game of tag. Um, <laughs> my my god, I couldn't believe it. I mean, I mean and Pro Pro got knocked down. Like they they ruled it a slip, but that was horrendous. I, all all boxing, all state commissions should have replay for that. I, I just I I don't know. I just feel like that's so that that's such a flip. Um. In scores that. How about this? Don't slip. Just call it a knockdown. Yeah, or call it a knock. Call it a knock. Yeah, or, or that too. I, I don't know. Um, don't slip. What What are you doing that you slip? You get. I mean, if you get pushed, I get it. But like, if you're any other sport, if you like slip and travel or slip and fall off the base. Yeah, I, I mean, I, sometimes sometimes the the what do you call it? The logos on on the mat are slippery that like that does happen. Um, I, I'm just being a jag. I, I mean, something needs, something needs to happen. Cause I, we called the guy fucker to one of the fights. Had he got that 10, eight round? Cause two of the cards were close. Um, the 10, eight round podcast. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Yeah. The 10, eight round podcast. That's good. That's very good. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Progray gets knocked out. I, I did like Progray's honesty after the fight where <laughs> the he, game of tag <laughs> podcast, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Progray was like watching, watching, watching the knockdown. He's like, Phew. he's like, dang, it, it, when it happened, I didn't think, I didn't think it was. But Lord, he's like, he's like, that probably was a knockdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, not great. He did not, he did, he did, he did knock the other guy down in the third round uh, or fourth round. Uh, but yeah, not an entertaining fight, not a good look. Uh, I think a lot of people, yeah, and it, it's going to be the Tio effect, right? Like he looked bad. In that fight, so now people are going to be licking their chops to try to get a fight with him. You know, I mean, Devin Devin Haney. I, I hadn't heard Haney uh, talk, talk about Progray, you know, for for months. And after that fight, he's like Facetiming him and stuff with his dad. So, you know, <laughs> we'll we'll see we'll see what that does. Uh, yeah, that's it. That was all that. That's all they wrote last week and this week. Should, should me and my dad Facetime you after your poor performances? Please do, please do. <laughs> Um, it's not going to change the LLC agreement that I have in my desk, but that's fine. Uh, uh, and then don't this remember signing that this week. Okay. This somebody did. Uh, don't don't leave checks lying around your house when I come to visit next time. Um, we used to get excited when we when we had a Berlanga fight weekend. The monster. Oh, we used to love Berlanga, the monster. And then he bit a guy. <laughs> And looked awful. Looked awful in his last fight to begin with, but then also bit the guy. And is that bad? Is it's not great. But we were we were we were we were talking shop before the pod about what could we talk about. It's like I I don't know. Really, the only thing to talk about this fight is I don't don't, don't bite somebody. Uh, all right, how can he approve? Don't don't bite a guy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Don't bite the guy. Uh. So you know I'll be. He's he's lost a lot of steam. He was he was like the hottest thing going with the the Goldberg knockout streak, and then you know fights. Um, 
Hey, here's my here's my two cents. Yeah, go on, ahead, on go ahead. Him. Sorry, I I, forgot, I couldn't remember how many fights in a row. I think he's had three fights without getting the KO. But go ahead. Like they they changed him up and and wanted him to get more rounds in and learn to box a little bit instead of just going in and going for the KO every time. All right, that's fine. That's not improper thinking. That's not illogical. Yeah. But. In doing so, they took away his number one thing, which was just attack. And, like, yeah. he needs to get back to attacking. And, like, you can't just stop attacking and be like, oh, this is going to be like <coughs> yeah. this is gonna be like sparring. Well, and like, I also feel like... You can't do that. <laughs> yeah, well, and I also feel like he didn't actually... He wasn't actually boxing <laughs> in the fights. Like, he wasn't throwing combos or, like, you know, like, slipping or doing it. Like, he wasn't working on anything. He just... Yeah, you're right. He just wasn't being aggressive and was just trying just to throw. like trying to get behind a jab and seeing yeah. if he could do anything off of it, which he couldn't. Yeah, and it, and like it takes. I mean, you you got to work on it because you get you have to get better at it. But at the same time, uh, just you you took away the one thing that made him him, and I just yeah. thought that was not. Great. Yeah. So now he's, you know, whatever, whatever. I I don't know if we've ever gotten the real story, but you know, him and Top Rank parted ways. He signed with Matchroom and Eddie Hearn. The thought and his own. The I guess the thought behind that was they have Canelo, and uh, Canelo posted a ten second video today saying done deal. See you September twenty twenty three. Boom, Premier Boxing Championship, or Premier Boxing Champions, whatever the hell PBC stands for. Is yeah. the last thing that flashes. So, that's the big news of the day. Canelo signs a three-fight deal with PBC. Okay, uh, see, I didn't see the details. I didn't realize it was a three-fight deal. That's what everyone's okay. saying. It's a three-fight deal. Um, uh, with it rumored the first fight to be with Charlo at one sixty-eight on, I, Jermall Jermall Charlo. Charlo. Yeah, I definitely knew that, and that's not why I just said his last name. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Charlo hasn't fought since 2021. Fun, fun. We're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> was I, like, I, I don't mind the fight because this is a fight people have been looking for for, well, the, the Charlo squad and people have been looking for for a while. I just. Young lions. I, yeah, lions only. I, I don't like it because you're just rewarding Charlo for not doing anything for two years. And while he was somewhat active, he wasn't fighting other champions because just trying to protect a Canelo payday. And now he's just getting it. I, I don't like that. I, I'd rather, you know, I'd rather Berlanga get the, or not Berlanga. I'd rather uh, see Benavides get the, get the shot first. Let Charlo yeah, fight, a, let Charlo fight Andrade. And then the winner of that fight Canelo in the second fight. Uh, but my, my, I, I figure it, it'll be him and Charlo. If he beats Charlo, he'll fight Benavides. And if he beats Benavides, maybe Andrade would be the, the or or some can, can you imagine if he waltzed into pbc and just took out their top three guys that would be insane like that would yeah. be that well, would the, be arguably bigger than the four guys that he beat to took or yeah the well three or four guys that he, he beat, beat to, to get undisputed yeah. well and the um the thought the thought is that it may not be the third guy would be errol spence if spence well i guess even if spence doesn't get past Crawford. The thought is that it would be uh, it, all the way up to what they do, like a catch weight or something. Or? I think Spence would go up to one sixty eight. Wow, 20, 20 lbs. I think so. Why would Canelo cut weight to fight him? 
I, I mean, he wouldn't. Yeah, that's so. Just, that's um, just a big, big jump. Yeah, so that's, I mean, I, I guess that's, I, that's my guess on what the order would be, unless you did, um, or if you did Charlo, Andrade, and then saved it the last for Benavides, but I, I, I don't think that's, that's what'll happen. Um, I kind of, I kind of like if it. You're, if he, it, like, if he will, if he goes in and beats their top three guys, that's just hilarious. Like that yeah. would be, that would be. I'm, I'm actually rooting for that now. That would be so funny. <laughs> Do you, if you're, if you're Benavides, are you pissed? Like, like are you pissed? The, like, at, are you pissed at PVC? Uh, I don't know. Like you said, maybe they, maybe they have a plan. Um, so I don't know, but. Well, because if Charlo, if Charlo, if Charlo, can you imagine the collective meltdown on Twitter? If if Canelo like raked in all three of those guys, yeah, um, that'd be awesome. Because that's who, he's apparently been ducking them all for for years. <laughs> but like, if I mean Charlo, listen, and any it's boxing. Like we've seen we've seen some Canelo slippage. Charlo could beat him. Like I'm not gonna rule, I'm not gonna rule that out. I don't think he will. Oh, yeah. What's that? Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. I don't I don't think he will. But it's it's definitely a possibility. He should be fresh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. He hasn't, he, hasn't, he hasn't fought in over two years. Yeah, and it's a new weight class. Like, we'll see if, if power and things carry over, like, what carries up to 168 for him. Um, but, like, if, if if Charlo were to beat Canelo, like, that, why would why would Benavidez not be fighting Charlo? You know what I mean? Like, why? Like, yeah. And he's not going to make the, he's not going to make Canelo money with Charlo. Yeah, you're right. So, like, if I'm, I'm probably pissed if I'm Benavidez. And now that yeah. camp, that camp's all over the place because there, there was first they first they said they offered Canelo fifty million bucks and he ducked them and then and then his dad's oh we never said that we had a fifty million dollar offer this and that and then there were there were rumors there were or things that it was a done deal he was going to be fighting Morell uh, in September and then he said it's not it's not a done deal and then Morell started sh- just sending out the most hellacious tweets at him. Basically, just calling him every name in the book, posting pictures of him as a fat teenager. Um, I'm already a David Morrell fan. <laughs> that would that would be that would be spectacular. Doing that about Charlotte? I mean, about Benavides. Yeah, I missed it. Yeah, oh, man. because now he's basically like, oh, so you're ducking me now. Nothing would be more hilarious for Canelo to beat Charlo, Morrell to actually get Benavides in September and beat him, and then. Oh. Benavides doesn't even get the fight with Canelo. <laughs> oh man, that, that would, would just be, be absolutely just tremendous. That would that would be unfortunate. Mm. That's really it. So boxing continues to come back, man, and give us uh, big fights. And you know, again, shout shout out to uh, to Tank and Ryan because you know they they showed the blueprint that if you if these these marketable guys get in the ring. Like it's not gonna matter who wins or loses. Like people will pay, fans will come out, and there is money to be made. Yeah. And so we're getting a lot of fights made. Um, yeah. And then in other news, I got a super, super, super chub today when I realized that uh, Robezi Ramirez is on the freaking undercard of Fulton, in a way. I just, I, oh my God. Did, did it come down yet? What's that? Did it come down yet? Did Your what chub. come down yet? Oh, Your my chub? chub? No. Well, and and Boots finally got a website and just released merch. So I, it's even. Ooh. You want you want you want something? 
Nah. You're you're out on boots. Um. You don't want a boots T-shirt. All right. I just I just don't want the merch. I'm I'm in on boots. Just don't. Want to start. You don't like boots anymore. It's all right. You can say it. I like boots. That's all right. You don't, I, you don't, I'm gonna. You don't have to like hey, boots anymore. Here's the problem with the boots in a way fight. I don't know who. I mean, I want boots to fault, win, fault, but I also kind of. Oh now. shit! I'm going crazy. Um, boots is fighting um, with um, who's on his undercard? Boots? Oh wait, there, there, I don't think there is an undercard yet. Oh really? Who is Ke- who's fighting the same day as Boots? Oh, Virgil Ortiz is right. Yeah, Stanis Stanionis. Yeah. Sorry, I, you said Boots, and in my head, I just kept thinking Fulton. Um, boots. Oh, so wait, let me recaliber. Other Philly fighter. Uh, <laughs> boots has merch. Uh what's the price? What What do they got? It's thirty bucks for a T-shirt. I'll send you a link. Um, no, but you know who I want to have merch. Big Jake Barbecue on Instagram. I, I love that guy. I don't even know what that is. Oh, he's he's just just this smooth Southern drawl. I don't even know if like if this kid's like sixteen or what, but he just has key phrases like "nice and incorporated" and that's where it's at. Going in for that bite. Look at that cross section <laughs> stuff. Stuff like that. Love it. Love. Absolutely love it. Absolutely love that. But um, any any hoodles, um, nah. I mean, I, I I don't need. I need I need to purge some t-shirts. Maybe after I purge some t-shirts, I will. I think you need to get more get t-shirts. Boots. I think you need to start rewarding yourself for being such a loving husband and um, admirable father that you should just start buying more t-shirts. That's just me. That's me. I don't know. I'm, well, I'm, 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 I do, I'm a nut. I do appreciate you, but I I uh, I spent a couple hundred bucks on some shoes today. Did you? What'd you get? Anything good? Thursday boots. I don't know what that work. is. Yeah, work boots. Work, but you don't. They're dress boots. Oh, I was gonna say, but you don't, but you don't, you don't, you don't work out out where you need boots. <laughs> Wingtip, wingtip, classy work boots. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, all right, all right. Cool. I love it. Anyway, um, so that's what's going on in boxing. Yep. What else? That's it for boxing, man, for now. All right. So from there, let's talk about your favorite night of the year, NBA draft, baby. Draft time, baby. Wemby. Goes number one. He won me over. I uh, Tell tell the world how he won me over. Guy, uh, guy trained his dribble, dri- trained dribbling, uh, watching Pistol Pete uh, videos. Boom, boom, done. We got him. Hook, line, and sinker. Got it. I mean, if, if the guy's watching the the homework basketball Pistol Pete videos, uh, I'm in. Love that. Man. I am in. Love. Go, go Spurs. I got Spurs fever. <laughs> I got Spurs fever. <laughs> oh man, that's great stuff. Um, yeah, that, that boots T-shirt actually is friggin' sick. I'll I'll take I'll take one. You take you're gonna get one. You use the pot account and send me one. <laughs> what you, what size you want? XL. Okay. Boom. It Got is it. pretty. It is sweet, right? Oh, that's really. It cool. is sweet. Yeah. The his last couple have been ugly. I've been kind of disappointed, and his brother was just selling them like 
on the street corner in Philly and like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't driving out there for that. <laughs> that. So I was kind of pumped that finally he's got a website and, uh, and he's got it, got it going. So, um, all right, back to Wemby, back to Wemby, all, all in on Wemby. Um, all right, so th- this is actually going to be a good segment because I don't know if I just didn't pay attention to college basketball this year, but, like... Probably not. Other than, like, Brandon Miller, who went number two overall to Charlotte from Alabama, like, I don't even remember any of these players. Like, Scoot Henderson? Uh, G League. G League. 6-2? Also, I he's, feel like this is one of the shortest drafts in recent memory. Yeah, a lot of guards. He's he's six he's 6-2, but he's just a freak athlete and his body's just like insane. So like people are people are comparing him to like Russ and Derrick Rose. Like his freakish athleticism. Oh. Essentially. Okay, can he shoot? Uh he's a decent mid-range shooter. The three-point he was at like he was 27%. But like the biggest, That's the biggest, great. the biggest thing about him that everybody loves is that he's he's just a gym rat and like he just wants to compete. He's the first guy in, last guy out, like everywhere everywhere he goes. That's like his mo. That like sounds he's, like Kobe. That he's yeah. That he's like like this guy, which is like interesting because the opposite because like Brandon Miller, aside from obviously the the legal aspect of this, um, like he didn't have great workouts. Um, like his drive was questioned a little bit. So, uh, it was the odd, the betting odds have like flipped on who was going number two drastically over the last three days. Like it kept anytime Shams or, um, or, uh, or Woj, yeah, (laughs) or Woj would tweet something, uh, about Charlotte's opinion. Like, like those odds would just keep, uh, keep shifting. So pretty, Pretty pretty uh, fantastic stuff. Cool on that. Um, and, then, and then these two brothers got. Oh uh, yeah, Amen, G- yeah, the, the Thompson, the Tom- Thompson, yeah, the Thompson twins. Or I don't know if the are they twins related are the to Clay Thompson. I don't think so. I think that's uh, incorrect. Uh, incorrect of you to assume. Mm. Um. So they go number four and five. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the Pistons get the better one. Mm-hmm. Because my that's it's got it's got to happen eventually, right? My pistons are coming for you. It just has to happen. It's got to come. Um, yeah, man. I uh, it, it, and then Cam Whitmore out of Nova was the the guy who dropped um, substantially going down. But the biggest here, so here's my my take. I I thought and I was hoping who Cam Whitmore? Yeah, Cam Whitmore. Oh, what was he supposed to get drafted? He was potentially going to be a top five pick. And then he doesn't get picked all the way until down twenty. The rocket, 20. the rocket, the Rockets end up getting him at twenty, where they when they thought they'd probably get him at four. Um, the guys, the guys that I had circled coming into tonight, outside of Wemby, obviously, um, Lively, Derek Lively, the second at a Duke. Man, I as a Carol, I mean, obviously, I've watched him at least two times uh the carolina games as a big carolina fan but watched a, a good amount of acc this year and obviously him in the tournament he he's just a game changer defensively like the way he alters shots his shot blocking is oh that dude for duke yeah yeah, his... yeah he's he was i was very up and down like he sucked but at the same time defensively he was just a menace yeah and that's 
that's what I loved about him because I my whole thing was if 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 the if a team that just needs a rim protector and rim running with a good pick and roll guard can get him like that's going to be a home run and do you think he could be Kayvon Looney? That's not even at all what Kayvon Looney's skill set is and, and no nobody could be Kayvon Looney. Um, Kavon, do you think he can be DeAndre Jordan? I think he's better than DeAndre Jordan. Um, do you think he could be Jordan Poole? <laughs> anyway, can I finish? Are you done? Are we done? <laughs> um, and he gets he gets drafted by the Mavericks. The Mavericks, uh, to your brother's chagrin, they they tanked to get the ten pick, which was going to go to the Knicks. They then traded back, traded back to, uh, I think to what was it, twelve, uh, and they end up taking, they end up getting lively there. Uh, I think, he, I, I think him and Luca, him and Kyrie, I think you know whichever one of those guys. Um, if they bring Kyrie back, I think he's a perfect fit at center for both of those guys. And he, I mean, Dallas. All right. So wait, so, so Kason Wallace got picked 10th. Yes. And they traded out of, uh, Kentucky, out of Kentucky. And he went to who? Okay. Say, cause they swapped with Dallas. Yes. So Derek Lively went to Dallas. Correct. So now Dallas has Luca and Lively. Correct, and they, by all accounts, they are trying to bring um, Kyrie back. Kyrie back. Okay. Yes, those are all all factual statements. Is Jet Howard related to Jawan Howard? Yeah, it's his son. Wow! So he played his son at his school as the coach, and then his son went in the lottery pick, eleventh. Yeah. Yep. That wow. is all factual stuff. I I I don't I don't know Michigan. Maybe because I, I, I didn't. I didn't. He didn't stand out to me as being that good. It was probably because I just hate the Big Ten in general, and yeah, I I specifically yeah. don't like Michigan, obviously, because they stole Seton Hall's lone national title. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I nothing. Nothing really stood out to me about any any other guy in Michigan that people fell in love with was um, Kobe. Blah, 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 Kobe Buffkin. Yeah. I mean, I I don't know. I I just I wasn't a Michigan guy, so maybe I'm just being biased. Me, me either. But, but so yeah, Michigan so Michigan got two guys in the uh, one was one was uh, eleven, one was fifteenth. Yeah, and so live lively was my first guy I circled. Second guy I circled, and we saw this guy a ton this year. Uh, Jordan Hawkins out of UConn, six five two guard slash point guard. Man, this kid he can stroke it. I think he's he's got some really nice athleticism, and oh, he's, he went all the way up to fourteen. Yeah, and he's got oh, wow. really really good. Um, yeah, the Pelicans hit a home run there. Um, yeah, he's, he's a good player. He's got really good length, like a really nice. He's got those long, you know, he'd be a perfect boxer with those long arms, man. Um, he, uh, yeah, I just, I thought he was a game changer. I th- I felt like him. He's a real gym rat. Yeah. Good, good catch and shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like, so no, like when, so, I mean, you, the, the, you can't, you can't, you can't take, get rid of the stats here. Um, what do you call it? Uh, whenever Sonogo scored 20 points, they didn't lose. So he obviously was the barometer of the team, and I felt like was the leader of the team. But, man, like Hawk, I, I feel like Hawkins is the reason they won a national title. I felt like his 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 shot-making and his play-making ability. And defense, too. Just changed. Yeah, good defender. Not not great. Not great, but, you know, decent. Um, at I, the know, college, I, I seem to remember him, like, making a bunch of plays. You're probably – you might – well, I don't know. You might be thinking of uh, – but the next guy that I begrudgingly will will, will mention. Um, 
But I just I just loved him. I loved his game. I was so pumped when he declared because I'm like, great, we good. We don't have to see this fucking guy anymore in the Big East. Um, but I just think he's tremendous. I think the Pelicans hit a home run there um, with that pick. So much that, like, I would go ahead, like, depending on what they want to do with Zion, like, if they really wanted to chain, trade him, I would just – I'd call up the Blazers and be like, give us Scoot. We'll give you Zion. You know, you give us a little – give us Scoot and some other stuff, and we'll give you Zion – and I'm just gonna build. I'm I'm gonna. I don't think I have to reset all that much with with Scoot Hawkins Ingram, you know, and some of the other guys that they've um, that they've drafted over the last couple of years. But that's that's my that's my two cents with the Zion thing. Uh, the next guy who I don't think he has he has not been drafted yet. Um, but another guy who I think can be, and I, it's probably recency bias because we just saw like Bruce Brown and 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 Chris Brown. Uh, another UConn guy, Andre Jackson, who again, I absolutely can't stand this guy and I loathe, I don't like him at all. Um, I, I don't, I don't know why he's just the kind of, I don't know, just maybe it's just cause playing against Seton Hall. I just disliked him so much. Um, but he, he's, he cuts, he, he's like, he's that he's, he's, he's like Bruce who Brown and Chris Brown. What's that? Who is it? Andre Jackson out of, uh, okay. Out of UConn, another UConn guy. I just think watching Denver, watching, watching, how Denver was able the last two title teams, Denver and Golden State, by running offenses and having guys pick and move and just not stand still and like sit in the corner, wait for a shot, wait for a three, um, and let like two guys just be dom- ball dominant. If he can get on the right team that is going to run and run offense and do that, I think he can be a really effective guy year one, just like Chris Brown was for the for the Denver Nuggets. I thought he was. Um, I think his. I'm, I'm more. I like his skill set more than him because I just again it's probably just it's probably just because I'm fresh off of watching Denver do it and watching Brown the two Brown got the two Browns have so much um have so much success there so um and my last guy who may not even get drafted tonight and this might be a homer pick but if I had a late second round pick instead of doing this bullshit draft and stash stuff I would take my man Leaky Black out of North Carolina. I think that Leaky Black is an elite. Now he's older, but he is a an elite perimeter defender. Elite, elite. Did I say elite? Elite. I don't know. I stopped paying attention. <laughs> I hate you. Drastically improved. <laughs> drastic. Uh, drastically improved his his uh, corner threes, which that's like you know Jesus. That's you know if you can hit corner threes in the NBA, you're getting ten million dollar contracts apparently. Um, and getting drafted 19th overall by the Warriors, which I want to get. <laughs> oh no, God, yeah. And he and and listen, he's got a you know, and he's got he's been in so many big games, national title games, tournament game, the tournament, ACC title. Like he's he's on a big stage playing all the time. I I think if I'm a te- if I'm a team that needs a couple that needs some depth and pieces that wants to compete for a championship. Like I would, I would draft Leaky, but like if I'm that, da- if da- I don't know if Dallas has a late second round pick, I would, all I would be drafting is defense in this draft. Like Leaky Black is the perfect player for a team like that. That just needs strong perimeter defense, man. Um, so those are my four, those are my four guys that coming into the draft was like, I, I kind of want to see where they go. And I think whatever teams draft them, um, are going to feel really good about the, uh, about those picks. That's cool. Uh, so we'll see. And like the Brandon Miller, Scoot Henderson thing, like I, I don't get it. The Brandon Miller stuff. Like 
I not that he not that he's going not that he's two or three because again I don't think I I think I think Wemby was really the only elite like top notch talent in the draft like and that's just given you know the guys seven six that can sh- <laughs> that can shoot the ball and handle and everything um, but I just I don't know like I never Brandon Miller never wowed me when I watched him play he was atrocious in the tournament which is you know. You're on the big yeah. stage. The pressure's on. You're playing the best. You know, you're playing better teams, right? Um, and I don't know. Like he didn't have great interviews or workout. I don't know. Like it's. It, I could. I could overlook the um, the stuff with the kill, the the shooting that he was in. Whatever he was involved in, I still don't know the whole story. And quite honestly, I just, I just don't care um, about it anymore because they talked about it at nauseum. But like I could look past that and not be concerned. If he had like, if like the stuff you were hearing about Scoot, you were hearing about him, and it just seems yeah. I don't know. I I've got a lot of I got a lot of concern about him, and I think Charlotte. No shock. I think Charlotte made a mistake taking him at two, worrying about the fit with Lamelo Ball, because I've always I've always said, unless you're ready to compete for a title. Right, just take, take the best player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't worry about fit. And then again, this this is where the Sixers went sideways because they traded up two spots and gave up an additional first round pick to take Mark Marcus Markel Fultz for fit and because, you know, they thought they already had wing depth with Simmons and weren't going to take Tatum or Josh Jackson, who again, I I'll go to my grave that if Josh Jackson had been drafted to a different team, he would have been great <laughs> and not uh, completely uh, tanked out of the league in three years. But that's like, you just don't like, just take BPA, man, take the asset and the, a- the better player is NYP. No, I, and what? Yeah, man, NYP, you know it. <laughs> uh, that's my thing. And I think I, if, if anything, they could have, Charlotte could have taken scoot and convinced, convince some other team to take like I, I like Lamelo. I think he's got talent. I think he's a decent player. I, I don't think he's ever going to be a player on a championship team. I just I don't see really? it. Really? I don't. Lamelo? No. I don't I don't see it. Huh. Not not my not my cup of tea. So I would uh I would I would have taken him and tried to package Lamelo with somebody. So Really? Really, Lamelo's Lamelo coming off such a great season. You want to package him? I would have. I would have. I would have. I would have uh, small packaged him. That's weird. Um. Well, I have to say that. Um. This guy here at number. Where do you go? Sensible. No. Ohio State. Oh, I, saying, I, I like this guy too. He's good. He's a good solid player. Number number nineteen. To the Warriors. Oh, your guy. Have they, have they traded him here? <laughs> Not yet. I don't know. I, I God, I hope so. Um, he. All right, he's out of Santa Clara. Six, 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 five, somewhere in there. Two hundred five pounds. Brandon Podziemski. I'm, I'm just gonna come out and say this. The picture they have on ESPN. I look it up. And. There's he's, there's dreads and I'm like, Podziemski. I'm like a Polish last name for like a light skinned black guy. I'm like that's different. I'm like why don't I know this guy? Like that's weird. And 
he's just a white guy with dreads. I'm like, why? Why is he like a Rastafarian, like out there in like Santa Clara, <laughs> like like a beach bum kind of thing? But he went to Illinois first, then he transferred. So then I'm like, okay, well maybe that was like just a weird experiment with the hair, and it's like so, his other hair is just like a poofy, like weird fro. He looks like Napoleon Dynamite in the picture on the Warriors, the Warriors Twitter. Who is this guy? Like, why, why, why are the? Is this the guy? Why, why are the Warriors in the first round taking like a six-five guy who has poor lateral foot movement but could shoot threes? Like, this seems like a second-round pick, not a first-round pick. Like, was, was the this Mike, guy? The they, Mike Dunleavy Jr. error has begun. They said that um, his stock was ri- rising with workouts. So I'm like, huh. ah. like he couldn't cut it at Illinois and went to Santa Clara, but he's somehow going to be a contributor with the Warriors. Yeah, I would, I, I, I would have taken Whitmore if I were uh, the Warriors, and just whatever, whatever the red flags on him are that he dropped so far, I would have just taken like, the rolled the dice. They just want another um, di- uh, Divincenzo, like. It basically, just that's what it's like. It's like he's well, they're like gonna lose Divincenzo, so maybe. Yeah, uh, it's weird. Speaking sp- speaking of the Warriors, um, I, I, that's all I got on the. You got anything else on the draft? Oh, uh, Warriors. There, there's been some trades. There's been some movement. Uh, first, first Bradley Beal on Sunday gets traded to the Suns for Chris Paul. Uh, Le- Landry Shamit and basically Phoenix's draft picks for the next seven years. Um, I I don't know. I've I used to be a Beal guy. I know you used to make fun of me for it. I I commend you for making fun of. You should make fun of me for it. He just has he hasn't been healthy. He's played loser basketball the last couple of years. Now maybe listen. Maybe it's because it's the wizard. He's you know he just he just fell into that cycle of the team stunk. And he just didn't care, which not not a, I mean not a great sign anyway, especially when the guy uh, wanted to just get his supermax contract and was happy just to stay there. But I I don't love it. I I don't know. I don't. I, I'm just not like you're banking. He's only 29, turning 30, but you're banking. You're banking winning a title now on two guys that have not been healthy the last two three years. In Durant and Beal, so I and you have you. I don't know how you get depth unless you trade Aiton. Uh, and you have yeah. you have no draft. You got no draft picks to do it. So I don't. I have no idea. I I did not like that at all for them. Um, but he had he had a thanks to the Wizards. He had a no trade clause, so they didn't really have much. He's only got the only no trade clause in the NBA. So not much. Um, not much he could do there. Uh, you got any thoughts on that trade? Um, Beal to the Suns. No, I mean, somebody has to play defense. Like again, we yeah. keep we always say that, but like with, when these teams load up on stars and like, Bill's at least young enough that he could do that if he wanted to. Yeah, but it hasn't been what's been asked of him in his career so far. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. I'm not. Uh, I don't. I don't think it moved the needle that much in the West. Uh, I. I mean. I well. I. They, I picked them. I picked them to go to the finals last year. <laughs> picked them to go to the finals next year. Anyway, but uh, I don't know. I. I don't feel great about it. Uh, and then last night, 
it was almost a done deal. Uh, Porzingis, the Wizards were going to flip Porzingis to Boston. Boston was going to send Malcolm Brogdon to the Wizards. Oh, no, sorry. Brogdon, Malcolm Brogdon to the Clippers. And then the Clippers were going to send Marquise Morris and something else. And, like, picks picks were involved in a three-team trade. Uh, And then it hinged on Porzingis opting into his cut, picking up his player option. Yeah. And then it fell apart because apparently, surprise, surprise, Malcolm Brogdon, who has had nothing but injury concerns since draft night uh, (laughs) six, seven years ago, apparently his medical is so bad. The Clippers, the Clippers who love, love having guys on their team that don't actually play. uh, Yeah. We're like, now nah, we're out. <laughs> so it broke down. And then two hours later after it broke down, uh, Boston struck up a different deal with the with a different three-team three, three team deal. Uh, they actually end up sending Marcus Smart to Memphis. Memphis sends Tyus Jones to the Wizards. And the, Wiz- or the Wizards send Porzingis to uh, the Celtics. So the Celtics end up getting Porzingis. Say, say that again? So... Porzingis to Boston. Okay. Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies. Marcus Smart. Tyus. That's, jo- that, that's what the Grizzlies need more of is just like grittiness. And that like can't, not... Guys that can't shoot and just well, like. Can't, yeah. can't create their own shot. Or like, yeah, like are too, bu- are, are, are too busy focusing on other things like complaining at the refs. Your brother Tori sent us the great, a great meme. The last, the last, uh, the last look at, um, Marcus Smart in a Celtic jersey is yelling at the yelling at the ref as Caleb Martin hits a huge shot. Um, yeah, he uh, yeah. So they get and then Tyus Jones to the Wizards. Um, I don't. I guess I don't know. I guess Boston just they they want size. I I guess they've kind of lost faith in that Robert. Maybe maybe they just don't trust Time Lord to be healthy. I don't. I don't know. I I mean Porzingis. Porzingis finally stayed healthy for one year and played great in a contract year. Take that for what you want. Um, I don't know. I guess I, I know they wanted to break up the guards and get more time for Derek White. I just I don't know if Marcus Smart was the one I would have sent out. But <laughs> if you can't, if you can't, if you know, if you can't move Brogdon, what are you gonna do? So um, that's what it's, I, it's. I mean, for Memphis, it's okay. Like. Um, I don't know. I, 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 if, if I'm them, I want more shooting, not guys that take a lot of threes and can't make them. Um, defensively, he's, you know, he'll be fine, I guess. Uh, the Wizards probably got the best player. I love Tyus Jones. I've always liked him. That guy's just a winner. He was a really solid backup you, point guard. You think he, he, they got the best player? I do, yeah. Really? Tyus Jones, yeah. I think Tyus Jones is the best player in that trade. I do. Really, really, really. Just I don't, I don't even know how to react. Right, solid, now. solid backup point. He's the most reliable. Solid backup point guard. When Ja and when Ja's missed all this time, he stepped in, started. Memphis won. They had a great win. They won tons of games when Ja was out. Um, I love Tyus Jones. I'm a big, I'm a big Tyus Jones fan. I, I think he's a good player for his role, which is backup point guard. Yeah, that's fine. I, that's that, that's okay. I, I don't think Porzingis is good in the role that they need, and Marcus Smart. Hasn't been was only great once in the last four years in the role the Celtics needed, so I, I feel like he's been the the most reliable at the the spot that they've that uh, that yeah or the job that he's been asked to do. Yeah, maybe you're right. Um, and then out of nowhere, 
I get on a couple calls today. My phone's like blowing up like crazy, blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. And I, I'm, I'm figuring it's, it's somebody texting me about the Phillies 10th inning where they gave up five runs to the Braves. Um, <laughs> and then I go to my phone and I see from five different chats, Chris Paul to the Warriors. So Chris Paul gets traded from Phoenix to the, to the Wizards in the Bradley Beal deal and is now getting, then getting flipped to the Warriors for Jordan Poole and two first round pick or a first round pick, protected first round pick and a second round pick. So the Warriors, after Mike, I guess this is two days after Mike Dunleavy said he hopes Jordan Poole's with the Warriors, you know, for four years, like his contract extension. Uh, they got off the contract. I, I, I thought they might possibly just waive Chris Paul and because only 15 million of his contract this year is guaranteed. I thought they might just waive him to open up cap space and they get off, they get off the pool contract. That's, you know, four years of just like, he's fine. It's just, he's not worth that money. And that's the problem with the end. We, we say it all the time. Like the NBA is broken. The, that guy's not worth a hundred, whatever he signed for 120, hundred. My brain is broken. I can't believe we're still talking about the NBA. Yeah. It's a big night. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but then, but even even if they try to see what they can do with Chris Paul this year, um, he his contract is no none of it's guaranteed next year, so they could cut him and he's completely off the cap, and so that money's that money's gone. We've um, been talking about the NBA so long. I put together a, uh, a Photoshop. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I sent it to you. No, oh, I, I, I'm trying. I'm trying to do a better job of focusing, focusing on that. <laughs> I'm not. I, I I am all over the place. Man, how many how many guys in this draft are named after Kobe Bryant? That's pretty wild. At least he's the two. Se- is the second guy now. Um, yeah, and I think that's and Draymond opted out of his contract, which isn't a surprise. Although the biggest surprise, I can't believe Chris Middleton opted out of forty million dollars. I am, I saw that. He, they they had to have worked out a long term contract with Milwaukee. There's no way they'd be rolling the dice on that, especially the injuries the last two seasons. I, I could I was I was. Stun. If I if I'm the Bucks, I would have false promised him that we would restructure. And now that he opted out, let him let him go. Pull pull reverse Carlos Boozer on him. Be like, oh, oh sorry, real, real classy. Sorry, 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 Chris. Something popped up. Gotta let you go. <laughs> something popped up. Oh man. Um. But yeah, we'll see. I'm sure we're not done. You know, free agency I think starts July first. So, oh man, it'll be a. You okay over there? Yeah, sorry. I uh, that just hit me. Something. Just... How, how do you feel that Julian Strother got got drafted ahead of Timmy, your boy? Uh, not great. I think Timmy. You, you I think, think Timmy will go in the second round. Well, I hope so. High IQ guy. High IQ guy. I hope, I hope he doesn't end up on the next pick on on my Pistons. Really great. Uh, really great passer. Oh, I love. Is he in the way? Is he in the draft? This monster from Kentucky? Did he? I I thought he went back. I guess not. Who? I love that guy. I can't. I can never pronounce his name. That like monster big man on Kentucky who every time he touched the ball scored, and then Kansas again, and then that Kansas State game, and then they just stopped giving him the ball. <laughs> Kansas State ended up coming back and winning. I uh, remember the game. I don't remember the player, and I'm not watching. Oh, so he's a monster, just, that guy. Updating the ESPN. I forget his. Uh, I forget. I just. I can't pronounce his name. I. It's. Uh, but yeah, he was. Jesus, he was tremendous. And he. And I, maybe he's not NBA. Maybe like his game won't translate to the NBA. But again, like I. I'd rather have guys like guys that've been in college playing on the end of my rotation. I just you know, instead of just stashing people. Yeah. So you know, like you said, I mean. 
We just we we just saw some between Miami and Denver. We saw some big time, um, big big time big time bench guys that were, you know, winners in college. Swing series. 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 Stuck in a loop. Series. Says. Says. Series. Adam. Okay. Um. That's it. That's all the NBA I got. How how long did we go on that? Thirty minutes. Probably, I don't know. All right, cool, cool, cool. What do we got next? Everybody's favorite minute in uh, podcasting? No, 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 yeah, oh, not God. yet. I just wanted to mention, uh, dude, you got to watch some NCAA baseball. LSU is nuts. Yeah? Yeah, they got this pitcher. You want to get they, nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. So it was a best of three series in the semis. LSU beat... Uh, Wake Forest. Wake Forest is the number one seed. Usually I don't watch a lot of college baseball because a lot of times they don't pan out in the pros. But the Pirates have the number one pick, and I got two guys that we're looking at. One is Dylan Cruz, who is just a phenom. OPS of 1.3, like 20 homers, 20 doubles, 20 stolen bases, blah, blah, blah. The guy's just he's just great. Um, Alf, center fielder. But this other guy has come on this year, Skeen, 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 yeah, Skeen. He is like 6'5", 240 pounds, and his last two starts, he's thrown like in his like 110th pitch tonight, Drew. He, he started tonight. His 120th pitch, he threw 100 miles an hour. He's a starter. 120th pitch, he threw 100 miles an hour, and like he does that like every game. He has like 150 strikeouts and like 18 walks or something like that. It's nuts. He set, he set the uh, record for most strikeouts in the SEC. Uh, so they got these two phenoms. Um, and oddly enough, their number one home run hitter is a guy by the name of Tommy White. It's not Dylan Cruz. And so this game was 0-0, a couple plays at the plate. They're playing small ball with bunts and all this stuff. Really, really excellent baseball huh. game, and then in the bottom of the eleventh, Tommy White, their home, their big home run hitter, uh, with Dylan Cruz got a hit in front of him. So with Dylan Cruz on base, Tommy White hits a walk off homer. LSU over Wake Forest, they go on to play uh, Florida for for the College World Series. So I I'm gonna watch that series. It's uh, I mean these 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 guys that LSU has are just they're just gripping to watch and that That's was a cool. hell of, that game was tonight yeah hell of a game i don't like i said i'm not a definitely don't follow college baseball that much definitely don't watch that much but just with the buckos having the number one pick and those guys kind of just balling out of control balling, i just kept i didn't i just kept hearing high. more and more about this guy skiing and i'm like i'm like no we're we got to take yeah. the hitter i don't want to take the pitcher but like you watch this guy, and it's like, holy hell. Like, this guy, I mean, if he has two Tommy John sur surgeries by age 27, I mean, it's not going to be uh, confusing. Like, we're all going <laughs> to – we're like, yeah, they threw him 120 pitches in the College World Series, and he was throwing it 100 miles an hour. Gee, I wonder what happened. Like, yeah, we're, we're all going to know that, that his arm just – like, arms shouldn't be doing that. So, um, that, that will not be a confusing – double Tommy John surgery when that happens. But if it doesn't, that would be cool. Anyway, all right, I'm done. Done with college baseball. That was my that was my riff. Love it. <laughs>
now. Riff raff, taking a bath. <laughs> what? Well, I, I don't even know. It's, uh, God, I'm just trying stuff. Just trying to see if it's gonna it's gonna over two, over two on the landings. Uh, I I enjoy your singing though. Thank you. Any, which brings us to. Hey everybody! Favorite hey, minute, minute podcasting the NASCAR pit stop. <laughs> Start your engines! Whew. That's a caboose. Uh, in three, two, one, go! I'm so thrown off by start your engines. That's a caboose. Anyway, uh, last week was an off week in NASCAR, so we didn't lose. Yay! We are minus thirty-six going into this friggin' race. Send help. This week, we're in Nashville. Uh, this is only their third race at, at this track. And um, I closed my app on the picks, but it's a 1.3-mile track, 14% banking the whole way around concrete track. Uh, the first year they did this, the Chevys uh, dominated. The second year they did this, the Toyotas did well, but a Chevy still won. So we are going with, off the top of my head, Martin Truex Jr. plus 650. Um, the other guys were Ross Chastain was about like a plus 1100. Danny Hamlin was plus 750. And William Byron was around plus 800. So a couple Chevys in there, a couple Toyotas. Because apparently that's who does well at this track. Boom. 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 You're so toned, Jordan. <laughs> Shayna, your body's so, so tone. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. Uh, was, speaking of meme of the week, my brother uh, sent us, that was that was a good one. It said, conservatives during Pride Month. You will not make me go to Rainbow Land. <laughs> you don't have to. It's made up. No, I, didn't I'm I send that one? Oh, that was you? I think I sent that one. Oh, okay. I thought that was Tori. It's not real. You don't have to go there. It is there. a fictitious place. <laughs> God, I'm tell, what? Uh, one day we're just going to we're, we're just going to do a lot. It is not. It is real. He wrote about it right here. It's a communist it is, manifesto. It is manifesto. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do a live watch of that one day for the pod. Just watch it. Just, just just laugh at the jokes, and then just try to figure out why it didn't land. It landed with us. I just and, I everybody, and everybody that I talk to, and and the two beers listener crowd lands with them. I know that's for sure. Just, if you're listening I, to this podcast, you like that. The, you like uh, the campaign. That's for sure. I don't. Ex- I don't accept that uh, there was Will Ferrell fatigue. I just. I don't accept it. No. So. Nope, sweet man. Good. Sweet. 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 Sweet dreams made of these. <laughs> Who oh, you know what we didn't talk about before we get to the parlay? What? The U.S. Open happened. Oh, man, it sure did. You you, you do your thing. So, Wyndham Clark wins the U.S. Open. Uh, I was desperately rooting for BDR, Mr. Ricky Fowler, uh, or Rory McIlroy to, to pull it in. Um, Ricky in the final pairing, trying to go wire to wire. On Sunday, just collapses, ends up it's still top ten, maybe even top five. Good, still still a nice tourney, but absolutely collapsed on Sunday. Rory though hung in there, you know, par 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 par. The heart, the four hardest holes on the course to end to end the round, he pars them all. But Wyndham Clark did not bend, did not break, did not go quietly into that good night. 
he holds on, wins the tournament. Good, good for him. I, I was rooting against him for no fault of his own, um, but he hung tough. He, he wins. Um, the, the story, though, was like the course, this Los Angeles County Country Club was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, like they, they start out, the, the scoring is just out of control on Saturday, the lowest scoring ever. And I, I thought, I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, uh, I, I really was just beside myself because I thought, like, all the, all the, like, social media stuff of the course made it look like it was just ridiculously difficult. And the guys just show up and just assaulted. Assaulted. Uh, yeah. Yep. And so they then start to tinker with it. And a little tinker stinker? The, yeah. The, the course, like, settled down a little bit. But um, uh, this place, though, just sounds like it sucks. Did you read about this, Drew? I think I sent you this. The course? No. The, so the rules of this course, so it's two hundred fifty grand is the initiation fee. Wow. <laughs> Oddly enough, it's same price to go die at the bottom of the ocean. Um, <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, but these, there's no shorts allowed. You have to wear like suit, like pants. Sport. Do coats, not have to be pleats in the pants. <laughs> it's optical illusion. Uh, sports coats have to be worn in the clubhouse after six no changing shoes in the parking lot no headphones no earbuds or no athletic clothes wow no photos or videos uh, of the club on social media members can only make phone calls from their parked cars or a phone booth in the locker room old school superman phone booth um a lot of the players had never even played there. Like Rory had to prepare by like YouTubing the course. Wow! It's, like it's it like does it just doesn't let people on. Um, and then they have this like weird loophole with the taxes where they only pay like two hundred twenty grand in property taxes. And really, if they took the property to market, it'd be worth like eight eight billion. And it's it's like it sits in between like Wilshire Drive and Santa Monica Boulevard and all this stuff. Mm. Crazy course, but I I don't think they'll they'll be going back to that one anytime soon. It was it was just weird. Yeah, and even even, even Kepka, who I think has gotten kind of douchey over the years, and I but I, I number one, how dare him. you? He he said like, yeah, this place isn't fun. Like it's just not a good vibe, and the like number the other thing is. They reduced the amount of fans they let in, and then like eighty percent of those fans that they let in were corporate tickets. So it was just kind of like people schmoozing, not really like on on top of the course. But the fans they did let in, I mean, there was just so few actual like good golf fans that uh, who was it? Somebody sunk. I can't remember if it was uh, uh, like a huge putt. Or someone put one in from the from the fairway. I forget what it was, but it was kind of just like a yay. Yeah. It, whereas in a major championship, it should have been just pure a, a roar. Yeah. 
like an absolute roar that they heard from the other like four holes over. Like, oh shit, I better pick it up. You get you you get a, you get a bigger applause when you uh, do a nice job in the bedroom than that guy. Um, we thought you or me or the proverbial you. You like you. Like you personally. I I usually do have an audience, so um, yeah. There are videos of me out there performing. Yeah. Yikes. On that note, um, that was fun. Oh, so I wanted to bring that up, though, because that was a key leg of the parlay, which we hit. We hit, so the, uh, we hit the fills, too. Because I, I, I faded myself on all my other picks went to crap, but I faded myself on Xander Shoffley. So we hit that. We hit the fills. We're up to like 10. Uh, what are we? No, we're at up to like seven fifty or eight bucks or something nice. on our, on on this week. Nice. Yeah, it wasn't a big parlay because Xander Shoffley was was guaranteed to be top thirty yeah. after I after I faded him. Cool, cool. Anyway, all right. So what are we doing this week for the parlay? Uh, Blue Jays over Athletics. You need to stop <laughs> with picking on the Athletics. <laughs> You doing a Friday, Saturday? What are you uh, doing? We can do tomorrow, Friday. Friday, okay. Let's All get right. it out of the way. So let me let me find something then, because we are only at um, MLB. Well, let me just—I should just pick a WNBA game. Do it! Oh my God! Please do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Uh, I just want to make sure I read this. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I am going to take the New York Liberty to cover the spread against the, uh, Atlanta dream. Cool. Because I know that New York Liberty has, I think, Brianna Stewart and Ionescu, both two headed beasts. They're like they're like the MJ and Pippen, so I'm gonna take the New York Liberty over to cover the spread versus the Atlanta Dream. Seven thirty Friday night. I love it. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I love that. Let's do it. Baseball. That now that now that now the memes. Now we've we've become the meme. Looking degenerate gamblers looking for <laughs> looking looking forward to the summer of betting nothing but baseball and WNBA games. That's we're there. We are there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Let's that's, do it. That's happening. Let's do it. So, all right. Wrapping up beer one. Let's uh, assume was, positions. That was fun. That was funsies. Assuming position for the world famous two brew salute. Number two. Hey, three, two, one. Oklahoma, where the wind goes and the flake. I again just continue to admire your just full-on sprinting, bar- sprinting, barreling ahead of not knowing the lyrics of these songs Thank when you. you just launch into them. I'm just, just going for it. Just Inspiring. Going, just tacking the green, man. Tacking. Um, I, I'm going another one of these fiddleheads. These are yum. Fiddle. Oh god, wish someone would fiddle with my head. Um. Uh, I feel slightly awkward now. 
Uh, you shouldn't. What do we want to? Speaking of slightly. Speaking off- of fiddle with. Speaking of fiddle with head. Did you ever get those like things that they like? Uh, go on the top like of your skull, and they like spread out. They're like wires. No, deep. but I totally thought this was a trailer for. So there's this weird commercial right now on the draft with Jake Gyllenhaal on this like weird single like boat. I don't even know if you. It's not even like a, a real boat. It's like a like a like a fake canoe with a sail, and it's like running fast. It's going towards this like bl- this like blood red moon, and I'm like, oh, this okay. I can kind of get into this Gyllenhaal like movie. It's a commercial for Prada. Like, like, what are you even selling? <laughs> like, I don't even know what they're selling there. Like, what, what was that all about? Who came up with, like, who's, like, who's getting paid to be like, let's put Jake Gyllenhaal on this fake boat and have him going towards a moon. Anyway, sorry, I digress. What were you asking me? Did I ever have what? Uh, you, something about fiddling with your head, but what are you drinking? Uh, the Heine Lights, man. These are, these are my babies now. Heiny lights. Heiny okay. lights, man. I like saying Heiny. I mean, I think it's good. Hey, is round two tomorrow? Of what? The NBA draft. No, it's happening now. I told you this. Why isn't ESPN updating their damn... Okay. It is. You probably have to click on second round. I did. You're just being stupid. Right, here it is now. Speaking of being stupid, what do we want to touch first? Well, I guess if we're saying speaking stupid, it would have to be... Dead City. Yeah. You want to do Dead City Which, first? By the way, yeah, and I did want to mention that I, like, the finale of Fear the Walking Dead was mid-season. actually, like, the mid-season finale, yeah. yeah. Actually, really, really good. All right, I'll, uh, I'll catch up. I'm still, I'm still on Junebug shooting darts at people, so. For, uh, like, it actually did Morgan's character a lot, a lot of justice. <laughs> And I after I, uh, after turning him after turning him bad guy and then making a ridiculous trip to Georgia in which which resulted in the woman that he supposedly loves getting bit like that that kind of justice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Cool. If he like sacrifices himself really cool. to a horde, then I'm just I'm done. Um, I mean I've been done for years. So Dead City. Are you talking about your marriage or The Walking Dead? Oh, please, get me, get me, get me, get me, get me, get me an alimony attorney, and I'm out. Um, uh, I'm, no, I'm not kidding. Um, what was I gonna say? Yeah. So Jeffrey Dean, Lauren Cohen. Funny how Lauren Cohen like got, couldn't get away, couldn't go away from The Walking Dead faster, and now she's just like all tied up in it again. Yeah, life, I was life, thinking the same life thing. Life hits you fast when uh, you're not um. You know, although I'll tell you, Alicia, Alicia's making moves. She's like, she's she's got two or three projects now that are coming out since *Leave oh, yeah. Wa- Fear the Walking Dead*. So good for her. Couple a couple TV shows, and she's on like a she's got like a Hulu or like a Amazon Prime movie coming out soon. Um, but yeah, so *Dead City*. Uh, the story will take place in Manhattan, as we've talked about, but based on the first episode. Uh, opening scenes, Maggie, like, scouting out the Hudson River and a map of Manhattan, uh, where then there's a big horde of walkers and ridiculous... Obviously, out of nowhere, one random one finds her and has the strength to pull her and wrestle her, and she kills it and starts screaming for effect. Uh, Which, why those other ones didn't come over there and... Don't get me started. Uh, I'm, we're gonna we're gonna use your... I 
don't find your exact quote that I love that just is the definition of The Walking Dead the last like five years. Um, okay. So she goes back. She's she's on the hunt for Negan, who's been um, serving as like a, a horde killer basically the last couple of years i don't we're, we're not told how long after the um the walking dead finale like this this is but he's there yeah, there's 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 little there it seems like there's more more communities that have built up little, little herschel appears to have gone from what like yeah five like four or five to like 15 16 i was gonna say 16 17 maybe um yeah. so who knows i don't even uh stop making good draft picks orlando um anyway uh yeah so and Negan yes yeah, so and Negan's working for this like community where he just you know if there's if there's a horde of walkers somewhere he he gets rid of them uh you already picked up more than I did I couldn't tell what the hell he was doing. yeah that's what he was like a clearer I didn't want to say clearer because of Morgan and all that stuff but that's like basically what he does um Maggie finds him. So he, when we left more, when we left Negan in the walking dead, he had a new, uh, he had this lady that he found and was, she was going to have his baby. Maggie and Herschel were back together. And I guess they were, they, I think she was going back to Hilltop. This show starts out where apparently a former member of the saviors who they're calling the Croat, I think Croat, the Croat. Like why? Um, Apparently scaled the walls of Hilltop, stole all Maggie's grain, and took Herschel hostage so that they would produce more for them when they come back. Um, so she's recruiting Negan to help her either. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know how you're able to piece that hold out on, from, hold on. from the, yeah. that, that yeah. mumbling. But just let me. My mumbling or their mumbling? Their mumbling. Okay. Uh, but she, so whether it's whether it's hoping that this guy likes Negan and can help her get Herschel back, or thinking that because this guy is a former savior, um, you know she'll trade Negan, or just because he's the last guy that could help her, um, and but and she knew he was a savior because he did the whistle. Ah, uh, ah, I'm dry, I'm dry, yeah, I'm dry. Um, and so Negan, Negan is traveling with another, a teenage girl, I think. And he says he'll do it if Maggie will let him, let her take refuge with the hill, the hilltop. Uh, the hilltop has, has since moved its location after being raided to a new secret spot. So now the whole premise of the show is now they're going into Manhattan, uh, to save Herschel. Uh, you find out from this, there's a, a, a small government law group, uh, the new Babylon. I, I think that's maybe a town that has, maybe it's, maybe that's a, um, a, another little, um, community. I don't, that, that wasn't clear, but I think it is. And they have like officers. New Babylon. New Babylon. I, yeah. It's like a, it's a surrounding community yeah. around Manhattan. I was, what Stop, I, where, I no, I, where, I'm not there yet. And I still think you're wrong. And which is why your quote makes even more sense, but <laughs> they're in new Babylon. I'm telling you. So they're in just a new Babylon. There's these marshals looking for Negan because apparently he killed a magistrate, which I guess is like, I don't know, like a Senator, the equivalent of a Senator. Um, and he's got, and he's got some other crimes going on and like, they know 
Like they know about Negan killing Glenn and all this stuff. So they're tracking. So you got Negan and Maggie tracking the Croat to try to find Herschel. And you've got these marshals tracking Negan and Maggie. Um, the interesting, the interesting part, which I like about the show is it's centered in Manhattan. And, you know, the fact that Manhattan, there's, they basically started out the, the, um, the law guys from New Babylon talked about how, you know, Manhattan was one of the, um, ground zero spots for the apocalypse because of the population. And they basically blew up all the bridges and tunnels to try to contain the virus. So you basically have what, how many, how many people was the population in New York? Did they say? Uh, I don't know, 10 million? Whatever it is, like, in theory, all walkers just still stuck, trapped on the island because there's no way to get off because all the bridges and tunnels have been destroyed. So I kind of like it of, like, they're going they're going to Manhattan where... Oh, no, that's probably all of NYC. Manhattan is, like, 1.6 million. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I like about it. I like... Wait, like what the, did I... What, wait, let me say this again. That's probably all of NYC. That 1.6 million is just Manhattan. Okay. Did I say that the first time? Okay. No, you said 10 million, but that's okay. That's fine. Um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Like going, going, like to seeing the seeing the different historical landmarks in New York. Like that's pretty cool. Like it's not you know bum bumfuck uh, Georgia or uh, you know like you know um, Virginia anymore. Like they're going to they're going to places near us that we can kind of that we that we know and we can relate to. So that's cool. Um, what's your quote? I said to you yesterday after I watched it at 10.54 p.m., finally finished Dead City. Nothing about that plot makes a lick of sense. Oh, that's not the exact, uh, that's not the exact quote I was looking for. Oh, well, what the It hell? was that one, but isn't it, didn't you say another one? Like, this, 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 uh... This these these shows are four like four four plot points away from actually being good or something. Wasn't that another one you said? Um, uh, I thought you had another one too. Damn it! Uh, I mean, here's the one in an alternative uni- universe. Skate is spitting blood in my mouth. Oh, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Anyway, but so here's so here's what makes no sense. I am ninety nine point nine 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 percent positive. That this first um, raiding and abduction of Herschel took place at Hilltop. Oh, here we go. Okay. Yeah, here, this show is always like four details short of making sense. <laughs> there it is. That's and that's and that's that that is this show too so far. Like this happened. This happened in Virginia. I am I, the the Croat and his guys raided the Hilltop in Virginia to get Matt, the grain there, and they kidnapped Herschel. Like a suburb of DC, which I'm, I'm, and because in, I, I looked on in, multiple in websites that said world, this. In today's world, with a functioning infrastructure, is a good three, what two, three hour drive. In 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 today's world, yeah. with like gas stations and like you know, tra- like functioning roads and all that. Like in the post apocalypse, it. How people like what do you what are these people Who's doing? Who's maintaining the streets? Who are these like, like these people? Like, why would these winters, people? This is the Northeast. We live here. Yeah. The winters will do damage to these roads. We see it all the yeah. time. Like we are now what twenty years into the apocalypse. How how are the how are these roads 
all the roads, every road from New York to D.C. still passable. But like even that, but like why? Why would these people be risking crossing the Hudson? Because there's no there's there's no there's no tunnels or bridges into the city. So these people that have made port there, like they're 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 traveling what like days to get to Virginia to take Maggie's grain and bring it back, and they're going to keep it. Makes absolutely no sense. Are they? Are they? Did they go there by boat and then float into like the like the- makes. No the harbor, the DC Harbor, yeah, or whatever makes no sense. Now, if if what would have made sense is to your point where you thought that the hilltop relocated somewhere around New, like New Jersey, New York, or like somewhere close to there, it would have ma- even I didn't even catch that that the, that the hilltop relocated. Yeah, they did. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, they did. Now that now, but see, that would have made sense. Had they said that, yeah, we relocate after after the Commonwealth, you know, we really, yeah, we, we we started looking for more communities and we found fertile land in Westchester, so we built we built up a community there, and then these people raided us. Like that would make sense of how they got to Manhattan. Good point. Good point. Because Negan and Maggie are not both in Manhattan when this happens. Like that's just not what happened. So like they start in Virginia and now are going to New York. Like in what world would that be a thing? Like it makes no sense. And then, like these, like these marshals are then traveling all the way to New York to follow them. So, like, that made absolutely no sense to me. Um, I thought it was super hilarious how the one marshal was guarding the door and like just stood there as the grass was cracking and oh the door broke and then got picked off. Like that was tremendously. That was that might have been as bad as um, what was Morgan's goat buddy's name. Oh, uh, Eastman. That might have been as hilarious as Eastman getting. That was worse. Yeah, get, well, that was worse. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. Like it, that was so absurd. The guy's just sitting there staring, watching the door crack and break to the point where he's like, "Oh, maybe I sh- maybe should I move?" And then just should gets completely, yeah, gets completely swallowed up by this horde. Absolutely ridiculous, dude. Um, I just was like, this is so silly, and um. And now the Croats like get a torture Herschel and stuff. I I thought the whole uh, the whole setup they have of the um, what do you call it? The uh, that's not a bungee cord. What's it, what's that called? The um, uh, like the um, oh, my um, neighbor's got one in his backyard from from building to building. Zip line. The zip line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought that was hilarious that this guy like has this zip line set up because he knows exactly how people what people are gonna do and can just cut it and like just just laugh at how many stories they fall. <laughs> that was I was dying laughing when that happened. I was like that. Was that absurd. I was like this is so good. Um, but yeah, it just makes us and this thing like now and like it's this random savior that apparently was so diabolical and sick and like just got away and started his own thing that we've never seen or heard about. I. It, like the premise the premise could be so much better and it's just like they just don't take the time to set it up man so you know again just, four 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 details but, short oh it just like could we not have gotten could we not have gotten like a six minute montage of uh maggie and negan it doesn't even have to, two minutes just, just show us like okay they settled this they did that uh, these people came. I didn't even catch. There was Maggie's explanation was all a bunch of mumbling, and I didn't bother to rewind. So I didn't even catch that they got raided and their yeah. grain was taken and blah blah blah. Oh, like, yeah. Just doesn't. None of it made sense. I I did. I'm with you, man. 
I'm with you. <laughs> Pardon me. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's only six episodes. I mean, well, I don't I don't know if they plan on having multiple seasons of any of this stuff. I, I doubt that. Um, uh, what was I going to say? I, I, I doubt that the Rick and Michonne is going to go multiple seasons. Well, I mean, maybe. Maybe Fanny Lincoln needs work. Um, so, so like, we'll see. I, I don't know. I, like the only the only the only path to the end here that I see is Negan dying and like finally making it making Glenn's death right by like saving Maggie and the kid, which is like it's boring. It, if the plot at least made sense, at least we could get behind something. That yeah, I'd rather I'd rather them do just like a super a super twist and like Negan Negan like pushes Maggie into a horde and just takes Herschel to raise him as his own son. And rules Manhattan. Yeah, you get you get my son to call you dad. Flip the page. Huh. I throw you into a horde of <laughs> So, um, so that's Dead City. You have any other thoughts on Dead City? Um, no. Again, to your point of it being boring, like, yeah, like, what's the end game here? Like, it was. It felt like every other Walking Dead show. Yeah. Like. Because they they don't set up the plot at all. They just talk about this event, like the like the event of seven point one. We are now like five seasons seasons later, and they're still just harping on that, which is fine. But that's the, basically the emotional premise of the entire season is like that these two have beef, but they need to get Glenn's kid back. Like that's such a bizarre. That's such a bizarre. Yeah. Like, premise to revolve the an entire spinoff around. Like I, I understand yes. if it's a wrinkle, but they revolve the entire spinoff around that dynamic. It was big, and, then, it's... and then just for another pinch of insanity, the the big bad guy, the big evil King Koopa at the end, used to be one of Negan's henchmen. Like why? Why? Just make it a bad guy. Yep. You don't have to make it a, a, a former Negan employee. Like you, you don't need that. Yeah. That somehow migrated from DC to, to New York City. Like you could, you don't, you don't need that. All, you could, you could explain Negan's involvement by just saying like you owe me. Like I like yeah. she, that she that she gets Negan because she just like you know Daryl's gone. Not even that. Just yeah. let Negan be like, look, I, I'm a productive member of the society. Like I've been trying to do right, and I don't even, I, I, I don't even involve little Herschel. Like take him out of it. Make Maggie and Negan go on. Like make like say they're expanding territory. Yeah, could be that. To too. me, it would make more sense if they had set up shop somewhere and they were expanding territory, and then look, they had a two-hour bubble around their lands. That would make sense because. Say over the course of seven to ten years, look, you got a lot of time to clear perimeter, search, whatever. Yeah. And then, hey, we made it from D.C. Over the course of ten years, we made it from D.C. all the way to New York. And then, whoopsie-daisy, New York has some bad guys in it. That would be, like, kind of logical, right? Like, not just yeah, guys from New York needed grain, so somehow they made it to the southern the southern uh, suburbs of D.C. 
to find grain and then somehow ferry it or or sprint it back to New York City. I don't know. On the whim that it, that the hilltop might have actually survived, not only how would it would have survived the not only survived like the savior battle because I don't. I guess the implication is oh, this guy so was gone by the time that happened. The implication is that this guy like knew that there was an outpost three hours away. Yeah, that he knew about the hilltop. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. I know. I know we're short on bread. <laughs> well, it would, and what? Well, but if even, we get in a boat and start paddling, we could be there in about nine days. But what's even? But what's even worse is the fact that like the hilltop, like Maggie didn't even build it up the way. Like the hilltop didn't even have all that shit when like the, the saviors first got there. Like Mag, remember, remember that random woman that showed up with those two like oh, yeah. fake soldiers that gave Maggie the books yeah. in Geneva or whatever yeah. her name was. Um, Ginny, <laughs> like she, yeah. uh, like that stuff wasn't even there. So how would the Croat even know? Like, ugh, just whatever. Okay. All right, that's all yeah, we got. Stupid. Let's let's you you embarked on a journey, Silo. Silo. Let's I just did. move on. What do you? You're I'm like, f- I can't remember if I'm five or six into it. All right, so I'm, you're five I'm, or six ish in. What 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 are your thoughts now on Silo? I love it. It's great. It's enthralling. Um, little little wa- little 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 Walking Dead cameo. A little Sadiq. A little yeah. Sadiq action. Um, so I love how. Can we wait? Can we do spoiler alerts? Yeah, spoiler alerts. Yeah. Again, if you have, if you didn't listen to us previously, and if you haven't watched Silo, it is a community that's been surviving for 140 years. 140 years underground. Uh, the earth supposedly is just has poisonous gas everywhere, and so they can't come out. They have lost all knowledge of what earth is and how it functions. All they know is their silo, and which is 140 levels uh, vertical and takes over a day to go, you know, north and south of it. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and people are, after 140 years, people are finally starting to question things. Well, yeah. Well, um, people people have before, but they've been uh, massaged out of society, we'll say. So, yeah. So, a um, couple things I enjoyed. Now we're getting to the spoiler part. Um, I like that a couple of those main characters kind of had an early exit. Yeah. Just because... It, it put you on your toes of like, oh shit, anybody can like die. Like this is wild. Marshals, sheriffs. Um, I liked when they did the whole. Um, I can't remember if this episode four, probably episode four. Save the generator. Yes. When Hind- they saved I, the generator. I, 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 I knew you and your work boots would get 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 wood over that. Um. Well, great episode, but I like the part where the screen flashes. For like a second, and you like you see the green, which obviously not everybody caught it, not everybody was looking at it, but you know there was probably a good like seven to twelve people who caught it, were probably like, what the hell? Like, why is that all green out there? Mm. So I like that. Um, um, what else? What else? Uh, and then it's, it's general overall, the acting's good. Uh, Tim Robbins is throwing me off 
Um, which I think they want that character to throw you off, so I think he's doing an okay job there. But to me, like, Common just... I don't, I don't like him in this as an actor. Like, I think he's whiffing. You shut your dirty pirate hooker mouth, sir. He is tremendous. He's killing it. He's knocking that role out of the ballpark. I hate you. His voice is the same. Is he's just monotone? That's the entire I, time. Yeah, that's he's just cool and, and charismatic like that. He doesn't need to change he's the volume. He's not charismatic. Before. He is. I think he's also supposed to be like a very serious one-dimensional character all the time, like as there's, part of the judicial. There's there's little to no inflection in his voice. I hate you. Common is awesome. I love him in the role. Apple TV once again just home run on casting. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't like him, but everyone else is doing well. Um so I'm trying to think uh I'm trying to think where where you are, so I don't spoil any spoil anything. So, well, you you saw um, was it Hawkins? Is that the 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 deputy? Um, well, Patton's character. Yes. So you saw him die. Yes. And that was set up by Common and the Judicial. Yeah. Um. I really, I really yeah, enjoyed. He throws that guy over the edge. Yeah, I really liked the whole switch, the whole switcheroo thing. How everybody had that the guy they were going to pin it on. Everybody had his wrong address, and so they they planted the ev- judicial planted the evidence in the wrong house, and she found it, and then she yeah. approached the guy there. Um, I thought that was really good. I liked, I liked that twist. Um, I'm just trying to think where I don't want to again. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, I'll just have to catch up. Yeah. What was the last thing you saw? Uh, I don't remember. It was uh, episode five. I don't remember. All right. I won't. I won't spoil anything. Uh, episode eight was tremendous. Um, the the new sheriff and I, I just already forget names because I'm just old and I binge too much and watch too much TV. Um. But the new sheriff now, uh, she's been really good. She's she's uncovered a lot in in two episodes, um, and just how far down the rabbit hole a lot of this stuff goes. Any any theories? Uh, any any any? Have, have you changed any of your theories on the silo? Now that you're five in. No, I still I still think that there is a group of global elites that has multiple silos set up just to produce something for them and their enjoyment. And I don't know what it is. I'm thinking that there's, again, I'm, I don't know. I, I There's got to be something like they're some kind of factory producing something. Maybe it's just energy. Maybe their mm-hmm. generators producing like excess energy or something, but I'm thinking the global elites have subjugated them to like basically some kind of labor that they needed and they just make them think that everything outside is poisonous so they just stay there and continue their labor. Gotcha. And they're, and they're sustainable cuz they have like fruit and veggies and all that crap and down there. They gotcha. haven't shown any farm animals down there, have they? I thought they showed cows, but maybe they didn't. Did they? Okay. Well, maybe I thought they show. I thought they showed cows in like the first episode as they went through some of the levels, and they showed like watering the trees and stuff. But I could be. My mom said the same thing. 
that there's no animals. So like maybe I'm wrong and there are no cows. Huh? Because you haven't seen know. you haven't you haven't seen the episode with the rabbit yet. So mm, no, spoiler alert. Um, I still I I still feel pretty good about my theory that it's it's some type of it's some type of like behavior control study where these people are like severance. Yeah, like they're they're choosing to escape as part of this big big project. They just don't know what it is, and they're get whether it's drugs or something, but something to turn their memory off, and they go down there. But like, you know, if they if they ask out, then maybe that's them. You know, I don't know something with something with their consciousness coming back, and that's why if you ask out, they want you out of there so you don't mess with the um. Yeah. With the equilibrium of, of what they're trying trying to do, so okay. I still feel I still feel good about that. It's something, it's something like that, and with with the mix of the village to where, you know, it's it's not as desolate and that far into the future as they're making it seem. On the, gotcha. out, on so the it's really not 140 on, years. It's really yeah, like I don't think yeah, like I think it's yeah, I think it's more like you know they've just got these people living like you know. It's the stone, not well, not the stone age, but you know what I mean. Squalor. Yeah, for no reason. When really, it's like the year twenty, like twenty thirty six or something, like nothing crazy. Gotcha. Yeah. That's my huh. guess. That's my That'd guess. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see where we go. I'm uh, I'm debating just completely destroying my health and just staying up and watching episode nine after we we get done. But maybe I'll I use will maybe I'll use better judgment for once. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And I like you know I, I gotta say I Apple, I, Apple TV yeah I, I gotta say I I do enjoy where there are benefits to having all the episodes there so you can just crush it like I do like having the week till I think about the episode like I do I am starting to enjoy that part of TV again yeah I mean like we we've said it a couple of times streaming is going back that way where it just give everybody the week instead of just dumping them all yeah have you uh have you been keeping up with um, Platonic? No, I have not. Okay, we'll have to finish that any, up. Any good? Um, it's it's not it's not shrinking. Like I don't I don't wait I don't count down the you know I don't I don't watch it an hour like the hour when it first comes. Like out. Like I said, should have been an eighty-five minute movie. Yeah. Um. Uh. Like the last couple episodes, but okay. Um. You know, Rogan's still doing a shtick. <laughs> there were a couple of really funny scenes. With his young girlfriend that uh, at the bar that uh, <laughs> I thought were pretty good, but yeah, yeah, I we'll see. I don't not definitely definitely not one of my top Apple TV shows. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I uh, nature's calling, so wrap it up. We, uh, just, wrap it up. Wrap it this? up. All right. All right, buddy. Good talk. See you out there. Good kisses. First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Sit down, pull you that first round. You got an open count, toss it out, everybody's cordial right now. Stir up the crowd, get you that second round.
on and throw it out Talking about anything that makes you get loud 